Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior, God, to thee. How great thou art! How great thou art! Then sings my soul, my Savior, God, to thee. How great thou art! How great thou art! And when I think that God, his Son, not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross, my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, my Savior, God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow in humble adoration and then proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior, God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 626. <clears throat> Where I simply read 
the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story, a single non-fiction story, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, and the future. Today, my beloved, we're reading Proverbs chapter 22, verses 11 through 20. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, uh, tonight I thank you for giving us a mind to pray uh, throughout this day. Uh, give all of us who name the name of Christ a mind to pray without ceasing, to pray always, and to continue instant in prayer, which I shared with all of my children this morning. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and all of my family members who are saved and all of the people in this audience tonight who are saved and all of your Christian people everywhere who are saved and born again. For the blessings then would go into the trillions and billions and so, Holy Father God, thank you for these uh, billions and trillions of blessings that you have bestowed upon us, each and every one of us, and thus in our families down through the years. And Lord God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for uh, salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings. And Holy Father God, uh, Lord, uh, I am going to thank you uh, tonight for some things that may shock some of our sweet evangelical brethren tonight, but Lord, I thank you for a place to stay, food to eat, and money under the car seat. Lord God in heaven, I thank you also for the gift of sex in holy matrimony and marriage between a husband and a wife. No other forms of sex are blessed uh, uh, like the sex between a husband and a wife and that even produces the wonderful gift and blessing of children. Uh, it is one of the greatest things and many people uh, don't thank you for it. 
but it's one of the greatest gifts you've given to mankind. And I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for it. It should be honored and blessed in the church as it is with you, for you have said the marriage bed is undefiled. But whoremongers uh, and adulterers will be judged. And so, Holy Father God, thank you for that wonderful gift. And Lord, I pray that all of the saints who are married under the sound of my voice and across this country and around the globe would engage in it frequently. For as you have had me to say down through the years to men, God wants you to get it and she needs to be got. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. And so, Holy Father God, we uh, individually confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord of our sins. As we from our hearts, for those of us who are saved in my family, in this audience, and across the nation and around the globe. Please forgive us of our sins. As we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. Tonight, each and every one of us, and fill us with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. And Lord, I pray uh, that you would deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ. Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin tonight, uh, Lord, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, and to do right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. <clears throat> Grant me, Lord, your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing. Uh, and the power of your Holy Spirit to pray, to read your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Gospel. And we pray that lost souls would be saved. And Lord God in heaven, I pray for myself, all of my saved family members, and all of the saved people in this audience and around the world, that, Lord, you would help each and every one of us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways. And, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would uh, Lord, save those who are lost. Help us to get back to you, our first love. And then, Lord, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning. Lord God in heaven, I pray that you would uh, break uh, down the Pharisaic pride and the Jamaican pride that is in my wife and the Chinese pride as well in her life. 
and that she would humble herself down and understand that um, as I have been praying for her for many years that religious work is not salvation and uh, living the Christian life is impossible on a consistent basis without you being on the inside so help her to believe in you and to receive you and I pray for the thousands and the millions Lord who are just like her in my family and around the globe uh, on both sides of my family uh, religious but lost and Lord help the people under the sound of my voice and beyond on on demand and elsewhere that Lord to understand that this is more for them than it is even for my wife and family members even though they need it too you're giving me the liberty to pray like this openly uh, a prayer that I've been praying for many years and uh, being able to talk about it openly is for their benefit uh, not really for ours because she already knows these things and she's heard them thousands of times literally and so Holy Father God have your Holy Ghost to descend and to work and move upon the hearts of all of these people and convict every person who is religious but lost but they think them they think that they're saved even in Bible believing Orthodox churches and even in uh, evangelical churches red yellow black and white for so much false teaching has gone out and so many preachers don't even understand the gospel themselves so many pastors many of them have admitted that they're not even saved by saying that a lost person can get saved by works open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears and save their souls and Holy Father God I pray tonight thank you for all that you've allowed us to do uh, and Lord bless it and anoint it and prosper it and Lord move upon the hearts of thousands to get saved and to stand with us those who are believers <clears throat> as we're going through some deep and dark waters right now in the ministry Lord I pray that thousands would stand with us in prayer and with their financial uh, support in this day and time uh, and Lord I do pray that at the same time you will lift all of our burdens and I pray for all of the people who are saved in my family in this audience and around the world lift our burdens cares worries and anxieties fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart and holy father god because we know we cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you care for us at the same time lord you don't want us to a walk in sin and thinking that we can get our prayers answered by you uh, and so Lord help remind everybody of that tonight by the power of your Holy Ghost everybody who's saved and Lord I do pray that you would deliver each and every one of us 
who are saved in my family, in this audience, and outside of my family, and around the globe. Lord, deliver us from all uh, distresses and afflictions, and help us not to create distresses and afflictions uh, from our own sin and foolishness and negligence. And Lord, uh, deliver us from all tribulations and troubles, trials and temptations and tests and tensions. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would deliver us tonight, Lord, from all uh, spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family and financial legal student loan debt student progress problems and uh, lord i and other things and i thank you for remembering your remembering mercy love and grace even while you chastise us and rebuke us and punish us i give you the glory praise and honor that things are not as bad as they could be and probably should be because we have not been good to you. You have been extraordinarily good to us. And Holy Father God, I do pray tonight that you would bless and protect my family, uh, all of my children, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia, all of my offspring, uh, Lord, uh, from ourselves and from our, and Lord, I pray for all of the people, the families in this audience that are represented, as well as Christians who are, people who are saved in this country and around the globe especially. Uh, but Lord, I include all people uh, as you see fit. And Lord, I do pray that you will bless and protect us from ourselves tonight, from our flesh, from the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God, and surround us with the band of your holy angels, a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the holy and precious blood of Christ. Forgive us of all of our sins, because of his precious blood that was shed on the cross and make us whiter than snow on the inside. Now, Lord, I do pray that you'll bless and anoint the reading of your holy word. Have all that we do and say tonight to be done for your glory, your praise and honor, and for the lifting up of your holy son, Jesus Christ, the King of kings, Lord of lords, and Lord, if you will, monarch of monarchs. And we look for his coming. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> family, <clears throat> friends and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing thus saith the Lord the Word of God the Holy Bible <clears throat> my wife and I read 
earlier today, Proverbs chapter, I'm sorry, we read earlier today, Colossians chapter 3, and a very powerful passage. I would encourage all of you uh, couples, married people, to read it. Read it with your children. I read it many times with my children down through the years. Colossians chapter 3. And uh, I would encourage all of you not to just wait for these devotionals to read the Bible. Uh, Read the Bible for yourself every day. Pray and read the Bible. It is the most glorious thing along with prayer that you can do. Proverbs chapter 22 verses 11 through 20. He that loveth pureness of heart for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge and he overthroweth the words of the transgressor. The slothful man saith, There is a lion without. I shall be slain in the streets. The mouth of strange women is a deep pit. He that is abhorred of the Lord shall fall therein. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. He that oppresseth the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the rich shall surely come to want. Bow down thine ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply thine heart unto my knowledge. For it is a pleasant thing if thou keep them within thee, they shall withal be fitted in thy lips, that thy trust may be in the Lord. I have made known to thee this day, even to thee. Have not I written to thee excellent things in counsels and knowledge? Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a deep lodging place in our hearts. Help us to remember it and to apply it to our lives, to obey it and to share it with others. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, We move now to another devotional section. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead,
prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. I guess it's okay for us to, for us to have evening devotionals, evening, evening devotions. That's what Spurgeon did. They had devotions in the morning. Yes, we had devotions this morning. And you should too. Your day will go better. God will pave the way for you. You're still going to have challenges and problems and issues. But God will help you navigate through it if you pray to him in the morning and read his word. <clears throat> and this is a great nightcap. Uh, we, In fact, uh, we were doing it in the morning for a while. But my all-nighters, they, they still like to stay up all night and and do their work for the ministry. And uh, of course we have our greatest crowd at night as well. And so we're back at night. This is the podcast. This is episode number 604. <clears throat> and tonight my beloved we are reading in the Word of God as uh, God gave it to uh, Dr. Charles Spurgeon. Song, the Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verses, uh, well, ch chapter 5, verse 11. And he's the only preacher I know who can get devotional material and preaching material from the Song of Solomon. I don't know, maybe Spurgeon was a romantic. I don't know. Only thing I've ever done with the Song of Solomon back in the day, and I am not a romantic, a romantic but back in the day, uh, I can't say God led me to do it, but for some reason, and for some reason, we, I was inclined to do a banquet. I, never, I had never heard of one before for Valentine's Day, and we called it the Song of Solomon Love Banquet. And... One of the reasons why I loved it was because of a lady named Rose who had her own Jamaican restaurant, the best Jamaican food in the world. And we would have her to cater the banquet. I guess I was trying to act like a pastor. 
and uh, oh my my, and I would I would preach on it, or I would have <coughs> another preacher to come. And neither one of us are romantics. He was a prophet kind of a guy as well, and uh, and uh, so we did the best we could with it. His head is as the most fine gold. His locks are bushy and black as a raven. Now Spurgeon, you tell me, what are you going to do with that? I don't know. Dr. Spurgeon expounds comparisons all fail to set forth the Lord Jesus but the spouse uses the best within her reach. By the head of Jesus we may understand his deity for the head of Christ is God and then the Ingot of purest gold is the best conceivable metaphor, but all too poor to describe one so precious, so pure, so dear, so glorious. Jesus is not a grain of gold, but a vast globe of it, a priceless mass of treasure such as earth and heaven cannot excel. The creatures are mere iron and clay. They all shall perish like wood, hay, and stubble. But the ever-living head of the creation of God shall shine on forever and ever. Hey, right here, knock that off. Yeah, right up here, right here. Look at the camera. Don't, don't, don't hit the camera though. Knock it off, knock it off. Completely. You got it? Knock it off, knock it off. Still on there, knock it off. That's it, take care of it. Is it on the ground? Go ahead and go ahead and do what you need to do with it. Pardon me. The devil just showed up. In him is no mixture nor smallest taint of alloy. He is forever infinitely holy and altogether divine. The bushy locks depict his manly vigor. There is nothing effeminate in our beloved. Glory be to God. Amen. There's nothing effeminate, effeminate in Jesus. Go ahead, Spurgeon. 
He is the manliest of men, bold as a lion, laborious as an ox, swift <clears throat> as an eagle. Every conceivable and inconceivable beauty is to be found in him, though once he was despised and rejected of men. His head the finest gold with secret sweet perfume, or we would say cologne. His curled locks hang all as black as any raven's plume. The glory of his head is not shorn away. He is eternally crowned with peerless majesty. The black hair indicates youthful freshness, for Jesus has the dew of his youth upon him. Others grow languid with age, but he is forever a priest, as was Melchizedek. Others come and go, but he abides as God upon his throne, world without end. We will behold him tonight and adore him. Angels are gazing upon him. His redeemed must not turn away their eyes from him. Where else is there such a beloved? Oh, for an hour's fellowship with him. Away, ye intruding cares. Jesus draws me, and I run after him. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. And Lord, we pray that you will help us to understand it and to comprehend it and to obey it and to live by it and to share it with others who are saved and to proclaim your holy gospel to those who are not saved. By the power of your grace, your unction, your anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray, and for his sake, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, those of you who are saved, Please pray for those who are not saved, that some would be saved as they hear the gospel. And dear friend of mine, if you are not sure that you are saved from hell when you die, uh, if you know that you're going to hell, if you know that you are not going to heaven when you die, or even if you don't know, uh, you need to hear this. Because there is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain by believing in none other than Jesus Christ. All I can give you is what he gave us from his word. You need to understand, first of all, that you are a sinner 
and you are in grave danger of going to hell if you have never believed in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. The Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have done evil in God's sight, haven't we? You say, well, preacher, please explain, what is sin? It is the breaking of God's laws, God's commandments, which were given to us for our good. You need to stop thinking that God's commandments were given to us so that we would not have fun. <clears throat> they were given to us so that we could have fun and enjoy the, the life that God has given to us without pain because sin causes us pain. The Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You have committed sins, whether you know it or whether you admit it or not. Lying is a sin. It's a very grave sin. We as sinful human beings, we don't think that much of these sins, but God does. And my humble uh, advice to you is to take God seriously about everything he's ever said. Have you ever lied before? Have you ever stolen anything before? Sometimes not because you need it, but because you could. And the truth of the matter is, all of us can quote uh, Bill Clinton's statement. When he was caught in sin, he, he said he did it because he could. And we have done the same. Because of our sinful flesh, we like the evil in it. Have you ever lusted after somebody you thought was beautiful? You don't think too much of that, do you? But God does. Jesus does. Because Jesus said that if you lust after a woman in your heart, you have committed adultery with her already. Same thing goes for women towards men. Lusting after people or things. And yes, there are women who lust their hearts out at men. And sad to say we have almost just as many women who spend their time, their quality time, watching pornography just as much as men. Lust, covetousness, coveting what other people have, coveting other people. These are sins. And I'm just naming to you some of the Ten Commandments. How about physical adultery? 
having sex with somebody you're not married to, having sex with uh, a divorced and remarried man or woman. You're committing adultery. Here you are single and you're engaged with a, a man who is married or a woman who is married or was married, now divorced. Now you are an adulterer or an adulteress <clears throat> in God's sight. As the old people used to say, God does not like ugly. How about dishonoring and disrespecting your parents? As a grown person even, you can uh, uh, do what you want. You don't have to take their advice. But you ought to obey God's commandment to honor your parents and to uh, respect your parents. How about dishonoring God by taking his name in vain, lying on God's good name, trying to get yourself out of a fix, putting your hand on the Bible and swearing to God or affirming before God that you're telling the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. These are gross sins in God's sight. And remember, God says that he's angry with the wicked every day. Now, he has paid the price for your sins, not to continue in sin, but to believe in him and to repent of your sins and to follow him. For Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Jesus Christ asked the question one time, why call you me Lord, Lord, and do not the things I say? So we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, you need to understand that there are, uh, there's a serious payment for sin. For the Bible says the wages of sin is death. There's a punishment for sin. The first part of that punishment is death. You're going to die one day. And as I said the other night, there's a strange thing about death. Once death targets you, you're going down. It may be a day or two. You can go and ride a bicycle. You can go running. You can go uh, walking and, and lifting weights and uh, taking vitamins and all of that. But when it's time for you to go, death does not care anything about that. I've seen this over and over again. I remember a famous person who was in the throes of death. He was going from pharmacy to pharmacy. People saw him riding around his property on a bike. And uh, he had always eaten well, but he was in the throes of death. And he was doing everything he could to prevent it. But he died. And you're going to die. And... And death can be sudden, uh, and death, you can, you, can, you can feel the cold, bony hands of death for one or two or three or four days or a week, like I believe the queen did, because uh, we all thought she was going to live to a hundred. Uh, but death said no, and, um, and she died, and you're going to die. The wages, the payment for sin, 
and our wicked sinful nature is death. Now it's just not wise to not prepare for death because you know it's coming. Many of you, you prepare with car insurance, you prepare with health insurance, you prepare even for life insurance. But you don't have eternal life insurance. But here's what God wants you to understand. That if God will allow you to die from this earth because of your sins, this beautiful place called earth, <clears throat> pardon me, the same God will allow you to go to hell to burn forever if you do not believe in his son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. John the Baptist said, he is the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world. He paid your sin debt. All you have to do according to him according to Jesus Christ, is believe in him. Have faith in him. Trust in him. Depend upon him. Jesus Christ never taught that church membership will save you. Jesus Christ never taught that baptism will save you. Jesus Christ never taught that speaking in some unknown tongue will save you. He never taught doing good works will save you from that awful place called hell. Jesus Christ, by the way, preached more on hell than any of the prophets in the Bible. He preached more on hell than any of the apostles in the Bible. And he preached more on hell than he did about heaven. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, he said, cut them off, and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Hell is a real place of fire and torment. And in hell you will never receive a glass of cold water or lemonade. You will have a parched tongue throughout eternity, burning and never being hydrated. Jesus Christ did not lie and cannot lie, the Bible tells us. And Jesus Christ does not play with the souls of people. So I would strongly encourage you to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. As Jesus Christ said, because hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you. Straight from the mouth of Jesus Christ, when he said the most important words in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave 
his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, dear friend, there you have it. From the mouth of Jesus Christ himself, that is the only way that you can be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says very clearly that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, that word whosoever means anybody at any time, same whosoever in uh, John 3.16 for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You didn't hear do anything else as far as getting saved is concerned. Now, after you get saved, God wants you to do certain things. Like get baptized and join a church and so forth. Read your Bible. But to get saved, all you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. And, and and don't do it if you're not sincere. God is not going to make you get saved. And I can't make you. you. You're not a robot. You're not an AI invention. God could have done that, but he chose not to do that. And I thank God he did. It's an amazing thing what God has done. Allowing us to be free moral agents. It's your choice. And Dr. Billy Graham, throughout the years of preaching the gospel around the world, would use the word decision. It is your decision. He had a magazine called Decision. A radio broadcast called The Hour of Decision. Make up your mind. Are you going to believe in Jesus Christ? Who died for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God or are you going to choose the devil and sin and hell it is your choice because there are people many people who love darkness more than they love light they love the dark clubs more than they love the lighted church they love the darkness and the evil of sin more than the brightness of righteousness. And it's your choice. It is your decision. God has done all that he can do, do to save you. And he's called me to preach the gospel nearly every day for the past seven years to give you an opportunity uh, to hear the gospel and to get saved from the gospel. So tonight is your night to make your decision. It is up to you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Pray and ask him to save you. Follow me in prayer. Right now, if you want to be saved, we call it the sinner's prayer. It's the same prayer, similar prayer that I prayed some 43 years ago. And you must understand I was lost and on my way to hell. I was not looking to get saved. I was running away from the church and from my preacher dad and preacher mom and being in church every Sunday. 
I was trying to find a club. I was not trying to find a church. I was trying to run women wherever they came from. And I cursed and swore to my friends who would kid me about being a preacher like my dad one day. And I cursed and swore that I never would do that. And now look at me. By the grace of God, I've been preaching now for 43 years. And the last thing on earth I ever wanted to be was a preacher like my dad. That's a fact. All preachers' children know what I'm talking about. The last thing on earth. The very last thing on earth. I, I, I hated my dad for being a preacher and... and I carried his name so much, I wanted to change my name to Carnell. Now you know the devil is a lie. But anyway, it's time for you to get saved. No matter what, you, what your background is, your future can be bright by believing in the light of the world, Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. Call on his name in prayer. Follow me in prayer. I'll lead you and guide you. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. And that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments. For I have committed all of those sins that the preacher pointed out. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I believe in my heart that you... Lord Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose from the dead on the third day. Now, Lord, I do not understand it all. <clears throat> but I thank you for it all. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart. And into my spirit. And save my soul tonight. As I believe in you. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change. And help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, my beloved, if you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it, and you believed in your heart in Jesus Christ who took away your sins, may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as he said to do, and calling upon his name in prayer. Now to help you grow in the faith. 
go to Gospel Light Society right now on your phone or on your computer and get my free book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. <clears throat> you just walked through the door by believing of salvation, by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. So read that free book. It will give you the next steps that you need to take uh, to grow in God's grace and faith and to help you get to uh, the place you need to be and become the strong Christian disciple that God wants you to be. Also, dear friends, uh, email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you. You can do that on whatever platform you're on. We are on multiple platforms at the same time. Whatever email is there, use that email. Uh, or you can go directly to my email at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and email us there. Also, uh, email us so that we can send you even more free materials to grow thereby. Ask us any questions. We literally have people staying up all night long ready to answer your questions and, and pass on your prayer request. If you have a prayer request, email that to us as well and we will pray for you uh, until you tell us to stop. And that is an ongoing thing for many people, for they have learned that uh, joining with us in prayer is a very powerful thing because God hears and answers prayer, and we believe that. So this is probably the one of the, outside of preaching the gospel, uh, uh, probably one of the most powerful ministries that we have. And so, in, in fact, Dear friends, we're going to pray for others right now. Please join us. Holy Father God, thank you for giving us the privilege to preach your holy gospel once again. And thank you for giving us the privilege to pray for other people once again. And we do pray for the millions of people who are hurting in this country and around the globe because of the coronavirus plague and other plagues. And uh, we pray that you would comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. And Lord, we pray, as we have done since the beginning of these services, the, on, uh, the standing between the living and the dead services, going, approaching 900 services now by your grace, since the plague, the coronavirus plague set in. We pray, Lord, for some families by name. We pray for the family and friends of Montana resident Sharon Johnson. We pray for the family and friends of California resident Eugene Bensavinga. And we pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Texas resident Nichelle Tooks. 
And Lord, we pray for some people who have uh, gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel, through this ministry. And Lord, we hope to add even more names after the gospel being preached tonight. We pray for Li Liliana, Examina, Examina, Serena, Kala, and Jayesh. And Lord, we pray not only for these few, but the thousands of others who have heard the gospel from this ministry and who believed in you. <clears throat> Help them to stand strong in the faith and to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and close out this service. And we pray for all of the people in the crowd tonight and who will be in the crowd when this uh, service is put up uh, and uh, help them all who are saved to pray without ceasing. Those who are lost, help them to get saved. And Lord, uh, help all of us to read your holy word, to study your holy word, and to obey it. For your glory, your praise, and honor, and for the lifting up of your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Make sure you pray without ceasing until then. As the music plays, God bless you until, until next time.